today, Jim Trotter tweeted out himself that his yeah. contract will not yeah. be renewed with NFL.com. Very disappointed. Jim came on our show, was awesome on our show. I don't want to say he's most famously known, but at least in relatively recent news, he's been most known for challenging Roger Goodell at those Super Bowl press conferences. Yeah. I know he's a friend of yours, Jay, but are you surprised or I'm surprised they were this? I'm surprised they did it. That's I'm surprised they did it. And and uh, by the way, I was going to ask you this I, I'll ask you now. I was going to ask you off air. I think we should clip his answer to my question about the question so if you missed it, Jim Trotter asked a very pointed and directed question to his boss, ultimately, Roger Goodell, at the State of the League news conference the week of the Super Bowl. He asked him about the league's hiring record with African-American, not just on the field, or excuse me, in the coaching ranks and in the leadership ranks, but also in the media ranks. And he said, I asked you this same question last year, and you told me to get back with you in a year. And I have, and I want to point out that we still don't have an African-American on the news desk at the NFL Network, which is owned and operated by the league. And he went on to mention some other things where he felt the league was deficient in terms of minority hirings. He came on our show as a result of that. I asked him to come on. He graciously did and talked about everything. And he said, look, my contract is up in March. And I don't know if they're going to renew me or not, but I'm not going to not ask a question that might put my job in jeopardy just for that reason. And... They essentially, and I can't imagine this decision was made without the input from Roger Goodell. I don't know where you guys are on that. Oh, yeah, of course. But this became a high-profile thing because it was a subordinate asking a boss a very pointed question that made the boss look bad in front of the world. Right. And that guy now is without a job. And I think it's reprehensible that the league has done this. Yeah. And to to answer your question, on one hand, I I can see that that's the way the league operates. They are cutthroat and anytime someone tries to put their hand in the NFL's money bag they come out without a hand and they cut Jim Trotter off yeah the NFL stayed tr- sadly true to who they are that's they don't exactly care. right they don't care what you think of them they don't care nope. you embarrassed us we're not paying you anymore and you know what I Go hope becomes of this that's Jim a, yeah. is one of the most talented writers I've ever worked with he's gonna have no problem finding a job the league should have thought twice about this because if they thought they had a thorn in their side oh yeah before he's no longer a league employee he's going to yeah. swing a bigger bat and he should the athletic should he hire should him. I, you that know what someone fit. like the athletic yeah. will hire jim trotter jim's going to be just fine yeah jim also has a nice crossover skill and that he's done tv for years that's where i know him right, and right, with right. Him. yeah but uh i feel terrible for jim i really do I think it's a black eye on the league. Oh, big time. And here's what sucks most about it. This will go, it won't make a whimper. A bunch of us will tweet about it today. You know why? Because all of the the networks that are also in bed with the NFL, they're business partners, do you think ESPN is going to come out swinging on the NFL for this move? No. no. The NFL network will be very moot on it. Right. Uh, NBC, CBS. Nobody. Fox. The main players are all in business with the league. Right. And they're all going to stay quiet about this, yeah. and it makes me sick. You know, you know, sometimes it just, you know, as a because I, I talked to him when, when he came on, and it's just, you know, sometimes as an African American, you know, you just feel like you really don't, you're not, you don't matter in the scheme of things, right? You just don't. Like, you know, he's one of the most decorated writers 
of our generation pretty much. And what does that say to people like me or people like that want to be in the media that want to cover sports? If they can do that to one of your icons, what can they do to you? You don't matter like that. I look around every single day when I'm here in the city of Cleveland. I ask them, how, 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 many, how many women are on air? Silence. You look around, you want to maybe one, two, three black guys on air. Silence. And so my thing is, if you can't ask a question to your boss and say, look, you told me, you said, come back to me and ask me in a year and see what I show and prove and did. He comes back and asks him, as a man, if you so sensitive as a man that you can't take no heat, that you can't be at the top of the food chain and make $40 million a year, but not, uh, not account for the stuff that you said you wanted to do, why are you even at the top of the food chain? I got to be able to take that criticism and that heat. And as a man, you should have said, you know what, Jim? That's a very good question. And I have not done what I told you I was going to do. But I'm going to tell you what. We're going to fix it and get it done. You know what? That's what he told them last year. Right. And guess what? And we, he came knocking on the door again. That's and right. The door, and the doorstep was still filthy. Yeah. And he fired him. And, and, and his answer was so embarrassing. Oh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm not I know. sure. And, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't really, it, it's not like Jim, when he asked a question, was like brutal about it. He was, which he had every right to be, but he, he did, wasn't. But he used he the was ta- totally professional. He was talking to his boss, guys. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine a setting where your boss is with you in a national media space where the whole world can see it and you confront him about something that you think is wrong in the, in the design of the company. That takes onions. Actually, and he stood out yeah. there and did it, and now he's taking the fire for it. And I just think, you know what? It just I actually it makes. I love the NFL. I could never quit it. Yeah. But I don't. I don't love the NFL no. in times you, like you know, this. At, no. the, at the end of the day, I salute him because there's certain things as a, as an African American. If you get the if you have an opportunity to be in front of people, you have a responsibility to speak about certain things that affect the people that look like you That's right. and then where you come from. And if they have an opportunity and you are here. You have to. You just can't because guess what? He that, he's gonna be cool, right? And he understood that. He came on here and said that, but he had to make it be known that everything ain't ain't on, on the up and up in this game, man. If if you got all these African Americans that are playing on that field, how is it that ninety percent of the people that write about them? How how is it that ninety percent? Are the people that don't identify, don't know where they come from, don't understand their plight. How can they then write the narrative? I heard some people say, Terrell Owens ain't a first ballot Hall of Famer. Why? Because you didn't like him? How dare you use your pen? How dare you use your influence to judge what happened on the field because you don't identify with somebody? See, that's the problem. If you don't have representation, you don't have representations with the league. And when it comes to health, you don't have representation. They don't matter. Matter of fact, they don't even want you to write about it. We're going to do this and you're not even going to write about it because we're going to strike this for the record. We'll put who we want in place and we'll rock and roll with that. And yeah. we'd like to think that we're moving forward. And I think in a lot of areas we are. But here's proof that we're not in all areas. The message that was sent by the league today wasn't to Jim Trotter. It was to right. every single person yep. who has the shield on their paycheck. Mm-hmm. It was, they, right. they not so subtly said, we will not take on friendly fire. No. 
We will not do it. And here is a guy who tried to bring friendly fire. By the way, that's his job. Right. Freedom Press, right? Well, it's his job to shine light on the NFL. Right. That's what he was doing. And because he did that, he's now without uh, without work. And there's one thing, there's one part of that interview with Jim that sticks out most with me. Because to be perfectly honest, that's where I am in my life, too. We're, we're the same age. Yeah. We're in the same spot. We've done this for a very long time. Yeah. And we know we're way closer to the tape than the start line. Jim said on our show, you know what, Jay? I wasn't always courageous enough to do this in my career. Because once upon a time, I had different financial obligations. Yep. I had tuitions. Kids. I was building a 401k sure, sure, that sure. wasn't sturdy enough to support me now. And so think about that, guys. He basically said... I feel free to write the truth now because I'm older and I'm financially more secure and I'm going to be fine whatever these twits do to me. Right. But how many guys are in that situation that are writing about the league None. for the league? None. Very few. Right. And, and the it, message is right. loud and clear. I will guarantee you, although this won't get a lot of traction in media circles uh, publicly, Everybody in the business is texting about this in oh, private 100%, circles today. 100%. Did you see Trotter got whacked? Everybody. Do you see what the league did? And I know what they're saying, too, because I've been part of those conversations. Yeah. And it's not pretty. But they can't take that narrative public. Why not? Because they'll get the crowbar to right. the to, to The, the NFL is saying, too. that's a warning. We're going to fire your ass, too. Shut that's the it. hell up. That's it. That's what they're saying. And the reality is that most of the – and most of the, the people who are talent on NFL Network that are black are just former players. Like Almost all of them. People that are, were not former players <laughs> that are black rarely get an opportunity. Almost all of them. Yeah. Bro. Basically, they say, you better shut up and dance. Yeah. It's shut up. Shut up. All right, we got to do a membership Wish Jim push. the best. So, um, remember that for $1.99 a month, $1.99 a month. Kids, that's pennies a day. You can be a starter tier member. You get these cool emojis that you can use in the chat. There's more than the four that you see there. We keep adding. As our as our fandom grows, we keep responding and rewarding you guys with even more and more emojis. In fact, I'm told the next one is Bull Mooning's. <laughs> now, when does that one come out? If bull we get moons. to 1,000 members, Who has to we'll take the picture of not, It's not full moon. It's called bull moon. That's Who definitely. has to take that picture? That's Jay Cantera upstairs. That's, I, just, I just officially I'm happy to put that, that out that there picture. if you'd like. You know, <laughs> the, I don't think anybody The bull moon. That, I think it would, would be great. Um, I'm kidding and about Steve, that. Don't, Steve, but, hold up, Steve, don't. Not director Steve. Steve Becker. That's a joke. Please don't email Dan. Say we need a moonshot of yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. say stuff and Steve just hey, that's a good idea. The bull moon. That's a joke. We yeah, don't need that. Uh, um, for four ninety nine. But there's a lot of emojis out there already, and we'll there continue to add more. What do we have? Over twenty thousand um, subscribers. Yeah, we get we get emojis for members though. So I right. think we're about just twenty members. something members away from getting the next emoji. I'm not quite sure what the next one is. But if you're not a starters tier member for $199, you can be a coaches tier member for $499. That includes the all those tier. We should really call members. that the ballers yeah. tier. Most yes. of our members are uh, – most of our subscribers – or members, yes, are members. coaches tier members. Correct? And that, Yep, that is true. It's about 85%. And that gets you all the overtime videos, member shout-outs, discount codes for merch. Uh, you're part of the Haymarket text chain. You also get to text with Jason during select Cavs games. And the overtime content is worth – the pennies a day it costs to be a member. Uh, so if you're not, check it out. Hopefully you enjoy and it. And tell them how to do Keep that. You, back. You tell them how to, if you're in the, if you're on the YouTube page right now, how do they become a coaches tier member? So you, it, this is stupid. It's not us. It's, it's YouTube. It's join, right? Or something? Well, no, you can't do it from your phone. So people ask, hey, I can't find it on my phone. That's mm-hmm. not us. That's a YouTube thing. I apologize. Right. Can't do it from us. But 
If you're on your desktop, you go to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show YouTube page. There's a join button. Click the join button. It gives you the options. Like I said, $1.99 a month for starters tier, $4.99 a month for coaches tier. The overtime content itself is worth the coaches tier. And, and, and by the way, I, I want to just take this quick second to um, explain, like, the, the $1.99, a lot of people, or the $4.99, whatever you want to do, there are, and I'm still blown away by this, but more than half of our views come from outside the state of Ohio. Facts. And that, to me, just still blows my mind. What it tells me is when you leave Cleveland, Cleveland can't leave you. And I hear so often from people in Las Vegas, last week, Las Vegas, guy in Sacramento, guy in Canada, British Columbia, Canada. These people have moved away and they literally say to me, I don't go on the, I don't watch it every day. Uh, I don't want this to go away and to make sure that it doesn't because I need this in my life. I'm a member for that reason. Yeah. And that's awesome. So it does. It makes sure that we can continue to bring you the, the two hours of daily content that really is a connection to home. When you live in Cleveland your whole life, you don't understand what you're missing until you leave. I can speak from experience. I got I an email, Jay, this weekend. I need, I need to life. read about that. And, Cody, I hope you don't mind me reading this email. But Cody asked me a question. I responded, and he goes, I just want to know, I want to let you know, quote, Thank you guys so much for putting this all together. I finally feel more connected to the Cleveland fan base. I moved to Washington a long time ago. I'm still out here, and being a Cleveland fan on the West Coast has been isolating. I appreciate the hell out of what you guys do. Keep up the good work. I've been told things like this. It yeah. makes me feel like I'm home for those two hours. Yeah. Nope. And when you're gone, and like I said, you don't know what it is until you leave it. Yeah. You know, you've always been here, except for you did live in North Carolina for and a bit. That, but when you moved away, terrible. you felt like you were a foreigner. <laughs> you felt disconnected. Yeah. I wish there would have been something like this Absolutely. for the 34 years from the time I graduated college to the time I came back. Yeah. Because it's it really so the membership along with getting the content, the extra little goodies here and there. Um, some people do it just to make sure that this thing continues on. Well, we and and yeah. we we, we really appreciate it, and we'll keep bringing you the great content. We have a ball doing it, as you can tell, and yes. we'll keep doing it. All right, we're going to go to – you want to do Guardians now? Let's talk a little Guardians. I am yeah. very concerned, guys. I am too. I Yesterday, saw this. I, I'm terrified. Now, remember, Tristan McKenzie's had a bad spring, which I generally disregard. But now, he left yesterday's game in what was his last spring training start with what's being described as a sore right arm. Now, Zach Meisel and others have put out that the Guardians did this as a precautionary measure mm -hmm. and that – the, uh, my assumption was, okay, they're saying that maybe he would have stayed in if it was a regular season game. Right. However, we've talked about this before, Jay and G. I know. He is very slight of build. Dr. Stick. He's had injuries in the minors. This makes me very nervous. He is scheduled to pitch the second game of the year. For, remember, the season starts in three days. Yeah. Shane Bieber's pitching against Luis Castillo. Great pitching matchup. It is. Thursday Bieber, night. by the way, has been Lights Cy out. Young caliber Lights out. This is in Mariners the spring. Mariners are a good team. Yeah, they are. So it's a fun start. Yeah. Friday is supposed to be Tristan McKenzie and Robbie Ray. Another good pitching right. matchup. And so we'll know. Well, we'll know before that because if he's not going to pitch Friday, he'll probably go on the injured list. Yeah. Now, hope I'm just being scared and you're being scared for nothing. Yeah. But when my second best pitcher, my second most important pitcher, uh leaves the game due to art like if it was a uh, a tweak of his knee of his uh toe or 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 he was just i don't know whatever if he had a cold no big deal but when it's yeah. arm that makes me nervous I, I always say this man like when pitchers when pitchers play poorly right 
Um, usually, they don't pitch poorly because they're just getting hit hard. Usually, they pitch poorly because something's wrong. Yeah, Almost always the, true. That's right. Because even when a guy can say, well, I'm struggling with my command. I know when I'm struggling with my command, it's because I'm compensating for something That's in right. my delivery. And then your mechanics get And your mechanics up. get yeah. tweaked just so You slightly. have to be so perfect. So, RG, yeah. you're right. Now, that doesn't mean that every time a right. pitcher's in a slump. Sometimes sure. it's here. Yeah. That muscle's hurt. Right, right. But almost always, it is some kind of injury. Bull, we've talked about him at length. Yeah. He's skinny on TV. I sat with him for uh, an interview. And by the way, he was probably one of the most fun interviews I've done in a long time. He's just a great, great kid. Yeah. 6'5", 165. Guys, think about that. I mean, that that's is, crazy. You're 6'5", aren't you? Yes. And I, I, I was 165 when I was born. So you're probably, <laughs> I'm guessing, close to double his weight. Yes. Can you imagine being half your body mass right now? And he's throwing throw that hard. And the thing is... He's putting a lot of stress and torque on that. He he throws the ball hard. He actually yeah. gets backspin with yeah. the baseball. Very few people can pull that off like he does. I'm terrified. Yeah. Hopefully it's nothing. I will say that early in the season, when you go from, and I'm not saying he did nothing in the offseason, but when you go from zero to 100, um, those muscles, the, the only way to get those muscles used to the process is to go through the process. You can work out all you want, but there's no substitute for throwing a baseball a hundred times at max velocity. And I don't like the fact that that this arm is vague. Now look, <laughs> I didn't had a lot of surgeries. There's there's ways they could minimize it. If you tore your ACL, technically that is a leg injury, right? But they could have said shoulder stiffness. They could have said a lot of things, forearm tightness. They right. said that would have made arm. Good either, so right? you know what I'm hoping. So yeah. and this is when I read that I said, okay, for me it's either elbow or shoulder. That, that, and I Unless, and I'll tell you that oftentimes I get pitcher fatigue right here. Mm -hmm. So it's not a shoulder, it's not right. an elbow, it's you know the biceps tendon right, 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 in yeah. here. And when I when I heard arm, I thought, okay, maybe and and this will give you great fatigue right. and soreness. But it's nothing Not structural. Serious, yeah. It's just that lactic acid burn that you create mm -hmm. when you're burning. And that it could be that. I'm just guessing. But I've had, I'll tell guys, like in the middle of the season, late in the season, like in August, I get, I call it dead arm. I get it every year. I just feel like I can't throw more than 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Like I feel like if I really tried to put something on the baseball, it would kill my arm. And it lasts about 10 to 15 days. Sometimes it keeps me out two and then all of a sudden, I bounce back from it, and I feel right. like I'm at spring training. Well, we'll know. know in the next 48 hours because they we have will. to set their roster. They'll probably – I guess they don't have to set Do it. you have a gut? I, my gut is he won't be on it. That's my gut. Oh, yeah. that 15-day DL. Uh, well, it's no longer a 15-day DL, what right? Is it, no. it so, is for pitchers. So oh, it they, is for pitchers. They, two years ago or three years ago, they went to a 10-day 10, DL. Right, right. And teams were playing games with they pitchers. They were working it, yeah. So what they did last year is it's still 10 for hitters – but it's 15 for pitchers. I'll ask you guys. Actually, so that would be at least two starts. I'll right. ask you, you this question. I, you know, I'm in the science, and, and I, you know, there's a documentary, I think it's a couple years old, that they talked about how um, pitching is the most unnatural. It is. Move right. in sports. It, it, Jay said every pitch you throw, you're just closer to just do, messing something. The underhand right. is yeah. the way. Underhand right. is a natural throwing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So my thing is, why is it, if they're, they're pitching less innings, 
How how where were these injuries at when I just watched something on Nolan Ryan and he's 50. Did you watch the way. documentary on, on Nolan Ryan? Yes. I watched it. Yeah. Oh, it was oh, fantastic. It? Oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it great, was great. It? You recommend yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, Thank it you. Awesome. If you're a baseball fan or a Nolan Ryan fan, I mean, you don't phenomenal. even have to be a baseball fan. It's a great story. It is so great. And by the way, I, I'll rem- I mentioned this at the time when I watched it. I'll mention it again. So lame that Ventura. Robin Ventura like, is Come a, on, dude. He, come on, bro. You show up. POS. He yes, he is. Everybody talked. Come on. Get and over he didn't it. want to talk because he was famously, infamously remembered for yeah, getting yeah, his yeah. ass kicked when he charged the mound on the wrong guy. I, I don't remember. I don't remember Randy Johnson getting hurt. Like, I don't remember Nolan Ryan. I don't remember all the Tommy Johns. I don't well, remember all. What happened? I don't know this for sure. This is what some of the old timers have told me I had an old pitching coach who pitched in the major leagues tell me this we didn't weight train we pitched and I thought that was interesting because I said what do you mean by that he goes when you weight train you're building up everything when you just pitch you're building up the muscles that need to be built up right and it was almost like he goes this sounds oxymoronic but it was almost like our mechanics in here were rubber tires and the more we used them the more rubber we built on them that's crazy well and where now everything yeah. is so scientific right. kinetic the movements and yeah you can put all these muscle uh programs in and these weight programs in but oftentimes i saw karen check and i asked him this i go bro you're borderline too big to pitch <laughs> he is just, he came in he goes sun's out guns out boys he had sleeves he had sleeves cut off Right. And I'm telling you, he was ripped. I go, you got to stop with the biceps. Right. You're looking borderline Tim Tebow. You and and he was laughing and we were having a laugh about it. When I finished up, I go mix in some uh, some biceps in your workouts. You're getting small. He he to me looks like he's too big to pitch. Right. And guys, they used to talk about back in the day about being flexible and being like now it's just about how strong you can be. And I don't know that that makes you a. I don't know. I mean, it's the Tom Brady lengthen and elongate your muscles. Yes, that's right. Literally, yes. that's the TB12 method. That is it. You see, so many like I feel like there's so many now they baby the players more. They and do any little tweak like back in the day, guys would pitch through more. Yeah. Plus, you know, if you had if you had to have Tommy John surgery back in the day, there was no your such career thing. was over. It was it. You yeah. just didn't pitch anymore. Right. That's still if you're at home, if you want to just see what we're talking about, make an L with it right here. Yeah. And, and twist your arm this way or oh, this yeah. way. They said that ligament get, it only takes five to seven pounds of That's pressure it. before it snaps. Yeah. Now, and it, the, the funny thing about the pitching motion, when I had my, I tore my labrum and bicep tendon, my surgeon said, I said, what can I do differently? He said, nothing. Stop pitching. <laughs> Stop. He said, because, yeah. because here's the thing. The, the muscles that you've damaged, the tissue that you've damaged is essentially the brake pads on a car. And which was interesting. He says, it's not so much the throw and the velocity. It's the sudden stop at the end of it. Imagine going 75 miles an hour and slamming on your brakes and coming to a stop within inches a hundred times. What that's going to do to those brake pads, you, you know, you're going to tear them and it's, you're going to destroy them in time. Yeah. And so there's, you know, it, it's an unnatural movement. There's always going to be injury, but you're right. Yeah. Dudes used to pitch 300. I'm, gosh. There was no bullpens back in the day. No. You pitched. If you were the starting pitcher, <laughs> you, you pitched. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you, if the game went 12 innings, you pitched back you, in the day. You pitched. By the way, one last thing on, on the Guardians have finalized their roster pending injuries on yeah. Tristan McKenzie. They are keeping three catchers. Which I was I, stunned I don't understand. by that. And only I, four outfielders. 
Right. Yeah, Will Brennan will be the fourth outfielder to start the season. Oh, wow, he did. Now, he did. Two and veterans. To Will. Shout out to him. He yeah, we'll be for him. Yeah. Two, like, journeyman kind of veteran backup catchers, Ken yeah. Gallagher and a guy named Mebris Valori, I think is how you Right, yeah, I didn't know. He was I, with Kansas City. I know nothing been, about he's him. He's not. Gallagher's been around the while. I think the reason for that, Bull, yeah. is it gives them more pinch hitting flexibility and it will give them a chance to get Brennan and Arias at bats. Because... I don't know. You do not want these kids sitting on the bench and hitting twice a week. Mm. It's it's right. stunting their growth to yeah. do that. And when Jason was in Arizona last week, he said the staff is not concerned. He said there's going to be plenty of opportunities. And yeah. Curtis even said that a little bit too for both yeah. Brennan and Arias. So my guess is with those three catchers, it does give you more flexibility. Yeah, and I, maybe you can sneak Zanino, them in. But Zanino's got a power bat. If he's healthy, I don't know that. I, like those guys. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I just, you know, again, it's, it's not. It's a minor criticism. It's not right. that big a deal. You rarely see three catchers these days. It's very rare. I can't unless, remember the last time. Unless one of the guys. There are a couple teams who have done it. In but most long cases, term, did they have, did no. It's I mean, very it's rare. almost like a like a not a, a gimmick move, but it's like it's a trick. Yeah, it's, and I think they're using it in this case right. to make sure that they have pinch hitting flexibility to get Arias yeah. and Brennan more at bats. The, the last the Cubs did it in 2016, if you remember when Contreras they did have came three. Up, you're right. They Ross, had Gabe, uh, 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 Mike, Miguel Montero, yeah, Montero. and Ross. Yeah, but, and you know, but two of the three could hit. And wasn't one of them like a designated catcher for Ross was uh, Lester's uh, for catch. Lester? Yeah, yes. So, but and. But it's very rare, and usually when you see it, it's because one of the three is a really good hitter who could you might DH or yeah. maybe even could play first base a little bit. Then you but got you a defensive stalwart that can right, come in. But you rarely see it with three catcher only guys. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big it's odd, it's, but it's a big, they probably won't do it's it. It's more than ten percent of their roster. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Twelve o'clock lunch hour is sponsored by Colleague Racing. Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. You mentioned Karen Track, Jay looking yacked out in uh, Arizona. I'm sure he's eating his built Bars between workouts. Mm, getting those right. 15 to 20 grams of protein in at the gym is key to getting biceps like James Karinchak. And even with an MLB contract, I'm sure he's using promo code uh, LOCKEDON15 at <laughs> Built.com to get the best deal possible. Built Bar, the official power bar of the ultimate Cleveland sports show. Before we do top five, let's talk a little bit about the NCAA tournament. Just spend five minutes on it real quick okay? because yeah. it was such a chaotic weekend that I feel like we'd be doing a disservice Have you ever seen a everybody. tournament like this? Anybody? No. I haven't. Never. Not where all four teams are unexpected. Yeah. I mean, UConn's the only one that maybe someone could have made an argument for if they watched them regularly and thought yeah. maybe if they can play at their ceiling, but I can't remember but a tournament Florida like this. Atlantic, like I, I got a funny stat for you on that. UConn's, I don't watch a ton of college basketball, but UConn is the only one of these four teams I had ever seen play before the tournament. And, and think about this. As you look at these four teams now, yeah. so San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and UConn. Yeah. UConn's the only one that you could even come close to saying is a blue blood, right. and they've been anything but for the last decade. Recent years, yeah. It's but the other three's first trip to the Final Four. Yeah. What's crazy is, collectively, the odds of getting these four as your Final Four has to be zero. Damn. <laughs> one in 125,000. Or wow. 0.0009%. Right. That's it's about just amazing. Now, my, my well, son San Diego State me, and FAU aren't even in big conferences, right? What, no, no. they're both considered mid-majors. What's crazy is my son was telling me this last night. I, I can't verify this. I hope, he, I hope he gave me the right information. <laughs> we'll blame it on you if you Because Corey probably got it on Twitter. But he said he's following this guy who is, now listen to this, gamblers, pay attention. He's following a guy that placed 
a $100 bet on every single game. He's $15,000 up because, you know, he was over his first seven. So he's got him down 700. And then Princeton happens. Mm-hmm. And now Wait, he's is this, is this the guy for the whole tournament? The whole tournament. Yeah, he's up a ton. Furman was the first one. He's up hit. 15. Yeah, Furman yeah, was the Furman first, was right. the first one. That hit. Yeah, he's up 15,000 according to Corey. So he he placed a hundred dollar bet on every win. single game so, played. Now there's 60. There, well, there, with this playing, <clears> I don't know that he did it in the playing game. I think he just did it when the but 64. There's 65 games. Yeah. Okay. So right away, you're at your investment is 6,500 dollars. Right. So, but don't okay. you, don't you bet, did he choose for, did he say, okay, I'm betting these guys will win and then place a bet for them to lose too? No, 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 okay. just, $100 each, just each game on the underdog no in yes. every game. Oh, on the other the underdog, you oh, left that, that part out. That, that, I, I did okay. leave that part okay, out, you're okay. right. Wait, uh, on the money line or versus money the Money line underdog. I think the money line money underdog. Line underdog oh. every time. So, oh, wow. now, now if you think about it, listen. He's kind of crazy. No, he's found the cheat code bowl. He has found the cheat oh, code. Oh, because you, you only oh. have to win. Yeah, but there's been more upsets this year than other years, though. Yes, and I don't know. You could go back in time, and you could yeah. play that out every year. However, his his overall outlay is going to be $6,500. Right. Right? Yeah. He's made. He's already up 15000 Right, wow. so he can't lose. No, there's only three games left. Right. So, he's going to... If, hey. he, if the underdog hits in one of those three, he's going to get paid big again. So what, is this the new cheat well, code? Probably not, I think it is the cheat code. But he's probably but he's probably not going to give me that much more because there's not going to be a big underdog. The rest he's of already way. fifteen thousand. No, no, no. I'm saying, it, it, but he won't make a significant more. But I think right. Yeah, I see but what you're there saying. There was some yeah, really low seated a sixteen dogs. beat a one. Right. A 15 so beat the, a two. So the 16 over one was 1,400 odds. So he won $1,400 on a $100 bet. Right. On one game. Yeah. Princeton's two wins were big. Furman's win. FAU, I think, is probably a FAU winning in the second round. Yeah, right, but they, they, they ended the up playing seat. fairly Dickinson in the second round. So he actually lost on them. Yeah, he oh. might have. Yeah, you're right. So, But still, I mean, oh, it yeah. might be the new cheat code because March Madness is where upsets live. Yeah. That's what the tournament's known for. Yes. And this but is, I think this year was ex- – this year's more probably well. I mean, as be. as is evident by the fact that we've got a four, two fives, and a nine. Oh, oh, right. But but I think we I think one thing that we not we not examining is Gilbert Arena said it. He said this is the new this new normal. It might be. It's college free agency. Right. Like like the guys tra- can hop around. The transfer portal got jumping in, in football, right? But it was already jumping in basketball for years. But once football happened. Now dudes will transfer two, three times. They'll be like, you know well, what? I was playing for Butler. I think you can only transfer twice. Am I right? Well, but no, I it's the new Wild West. You yeah, can but transfer in, as many in times college as you want. basketball, I thought that you had to sit out a year you, after your second. But Jay, after your second, but guys, you yeah. Still, yeah. College basketball doesn't really matter because the good players leave after one year anyway. So what's the difference? You're right on that. But I yeah. and I, I thought I was gonna come on to something when I, I started examining the rosters of those teams and I didn't get all the way through them. I'm curious to know. Corey brought this up in track and field. Veteran teams. Yep. He's got some young freshmen and sophomore that he thought could um, win national championships. But he said, Dad, this is the wrong year because there are guys that are competing in track and field that are 24. Yeah. Because they got all those COVID, COVID years. years. Autumn COVID right, years. Yeah. And in track, you got an indoor and an outdoor. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of these guys are 24 years old. 
I don't know the construction of these rosters to know whether or not that's happening in college basketball. But you would I, think these, the Sandy, I mean, I don't know. Mike, I don't know what, the, what their makeup think, is. Like Florida Atlantic and San Diego State probably have more older players. You would think. You would think. But they I, I, they, they also have a ton of transfers, Bull. San Diego State has five transfers. Oh, FAU starts three transfers. Okay, so that's how they're <laughs> doing it. But even if they the, got the, transfers, the, the point. they but couldn't be elite players. Otherwise, they'd be but out here's, of college. Right? But, but here's sometimes, the thing, G, real quick, real quick, before you go. Providence's best player this year was a five-star freshman that went to Kentucky, didn't get a ton of playing time at Kentucky, transferred to Providence, and then was, I think, the all biggies first team. Well, and that, runner-up. and unlike mm. college football, see, in college football, if you got to play three years. So if you have a great year at a small college, well, you have incentive to transfer to Ohio State to Alabama. Sure. Yeah. Right? In college basketball, it's almost the opposite because – Kentucky or whatever, these top schools are going to have so many good players that if you don't get to play, well, I want to go to Florida Atlantic or whatever because right. if I star there, well, I'll, I'll be in the NCAA tournament. I'll make sure. a name for myself. Right. Yeah, and no. only a certain amount of guys can play minutes. And you and you start to look at guys that are developing. If, you, if you've been playing somewhere third year, you graduate, you got your degree, and you concentrate on just working on your game, you t- you go transfer to one of these schools, San Diego State, and now guess what? You 24, 23, playing against some 18 year old. Like, right. th- like, th- is a difference between a grown. You've been lifting weight three years. No, there's definitely a difference. You yeah. think about the game differently, and it's just di- like this. I I I've never seen anything like this, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's going back. I don't think when I started seeing Kentucky take these L's. See, kids are smart nowadays. Everybody is is realizing. I can market myself. I could do a lot of stuff myself. Why would I need to go to Kentucky to be the guy? I, I'm going to sit behind seven guys. Yeah, and what's interesting is we've talked about what impact this transfer portal will have on college football, and I'm not saying it's going to be as dramatic, but consider this. Just let's name college blue bloods. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Kansas, Kansas, Indiana, UCLA. Louisville. Obviously, I'm going back further now, yeah. but Georgetown. Yeah. Like Villanova, when you go into yeah. Villanova. Like, all Syracuse. of these blue bloods, and none Syracuse. of them were in the Sweet 16. No. I think Kansas made it to the Sweet 16 before they, they got popped. Nope. No, they I, I lost thought, to Arkansas round two. Oh, you're right. UCLA was the only true blue true blood blue in the blood. Sweet 16. It's, yeah. it's stunning to me. Yeah. And, and and now we're looking at a Final Four. If you would have showed someone this Final Four 10 years ago, they would have laughed you right out of the this building. This is the NIT. Well, not UConn. It is the NIT. This not UConn, UConn, but the rest. UConn, but, but Miami, the other three. It's yeah, yeah. Miami's first trip to the Final Four. Miami's By the way, Jim Laranega is a hell of a coach. Yeah, yeah but Jim yeah, Laranega's done a great yeah. job there. He's, he's a really, really good game coach. Do you have experience with him? Do you know him? Uh, my buddy that works for the Sixers started his coaching career as a GA at Miami. Oh, really? Nothing but great things. That's why I have all the Miami He gear. coached at Bowling Green. Uh, before uh, earlier in his career, yeah, and I've sort of I followed him because of that. He's, yeah, this is he's made a couple of nice tournament runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good coach. I watch him when I, I watch their games. I think he handles his rotations very well. He's just a good coach. You would think the Pac-12 would try to get San Diego State, right? They're great. At, aren't they really good at baseball? Isn't that what Tony? Really Gwynn? good at baseball, right? Yeah. Do, you know who, do you know who went there for baseball bowls? Tony Gwynn. But who else? More recently, top overall pick a couple years back. Oh, Chris Bryant. No, no, he went to he went in Vegas. Um, Steven Strasburg. Oh, Strasburg. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, re- yeah I remember that. Um, yeah. But they're – and they've been – And they're pretty, good at football, too. They're they've been good, good at football, football co- recently years, too. They've been in, like, a decent – Yeah, and school. and they need they need some replacements right, in right, Southern right. California yeah. after losing USC and UCLA yeah. to the Big Ten. One thing, a super chat will do top five. My bracket was horrendous. Everyone's was. Which everyone's was, but my key points to what I thought 
was going to be the reason teams advanced was spot on. You make your free throws. I don't know if you saw Miami yesterday, 25 of 27 down the stretch. No kidding. Isn't San Diego State really good defensively? San Diego State has the best three-point shooting percentage defense in the country. And when you watch, as G said, the physicality of 23, 24-year-olds versus 18-year-olds, that game against Alabama in the second half completely suffocated the Crimson Tide offense. And veteran guards, back to Miami, two very – Nigel uh, Wong, the AC player of the year, a veteran guard. Pack has three teams in four years, veteran guard. Should be a fun Final Four here. Uh, how many super teams did you have quick. in your Sweet 16? I had six in the Sweet 16, but none, no Final Four I mean, teams, remember so. the days when you, if you didn't have double digits, you were disappointed. Oh, you yeah, were right. done. Yeah, I mean, it used to be so predictable. And I, honestly, the popular, for the popularity of the, of the sport, this is good. Upsets are good. good. First of all, yes. gambling has had a lot to do with it here in Ohio. Yeah. But I didn't watch college basketball this year. I watched maybe four or five games. That's it. But right. you like to, you now the, you're watching these tournament games you because like you just don't know. I, I think know. that's the new norm for most people that we don't watch the regular season, but we watch the tournament. Unless yeah. you're a diehard. Yeah, we've, we've figured it fan. out that it's just yeah. not relevant. So are we saying that the only regular season games people watch are NFL games? Yes, probably and college football. College football regular season still matters. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I right. do have a bunch I of watch baseball, in general because there's so few of them. I mean, yeah. if it, 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 because there's so few, right. you can jockey for positions. You can make up three spots in four weeks. Right. You know, but you can college basketball like in particular of all the sports is the meaningless. least meaningful regular season. Meaningless. Fact. Yeah. Got a bunch of super chats. Then we're going to do top five here. Alex Demers says it's no surprise that in Sashi Brown's first year as the Ravens president, they fumbled the bag on their franchise quarterback. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> that was well played. Uh, Alex, well played. Woo! Charles T said, if we didn't have Watson, would you toss the tires on Lamar with our current roster? Of course. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Some people will argue because they want we would, Lamar we would still be We, we would still be in that desperate state. Of course, if we we'd be yeah. have... nuts about trading. For, I mean, you couldn't trade for him because the Ravens no. wouldn't trade him to the Browns. Yeah. Right. You th- you, have there, has there ever been a trade between the Steelers, Bengals, and the Browns and the Ravens? See, trades not in the NFL used issues. to never happen. Probably trades are more relevant trades, now, yeah. but not players. I, remember, I can't remember. I remember not in this division, but remember when Donovan McNabb got traded to Washington. Yeah, yeah that's that true. Was crazy. Yeah. Now he was at the end of his career, right. but it's it's you don't see that very often. No, you really don't. Two more real quick. Cody Clark, who I read his email earlier, he mm-hmm. actually gifted five people memberships. Oh, nice. Cody, after reading that, so Cody, that. shout Cody, out to you, the man. man, the real MVP, and then B Dog Twenty One in our. Uh, in relation to our conversation about Tristan McKenzie, said bigger muscles, more power generated, but the tendons and ligaments are the same, so they're trying to support the increase, but are actually failing. So back yeah. to kind of what you yeah. said, Jeff. That's, that's a very real concept. Yep. I mean, you can grow your muscles, um, but, you know, one of the things with steroid use is your skeleton matches your muscular system. Yeah, you- and, when, and, and so it's, it's essentially like you're dropping a diesel engine from a semi-tractor right. into a Volkswagen yeah. body yeah. when you increase the mass. And your that's head, why guys blow their hips up. I your head players, is even bigger. Your, with human playing, growth, your head grows. Like, the trainers and the doctors on these teams got to know this. Like, the yeah. players just saying, screw you, I don't care, I want to be big. I mean, like. I think the players probably are lacking all the information that they yeah. should. Like, you know. Right. Just like, like everybody. When Albert <laughs> Bell was deciding, you know, and I'm just assuming that he, he used because that was the assumption. Yeah. Um. When Bo Jackson blew out his hip, right. uh, Albert Bell blew out his hip. Like yeah. That's almost the confirmation to what you thought you already knew. No, no, no. But I'm not even talking about steroids. I'm just talking about working out in general. Like, Oh, they, I don't know. I mean, I, know, think, like, I think they think bigger, faster is, yeah. is better. I mean, and it's listen, not at all. Look at Tristan McKenzie. He's right. one of the best pitchers in baseball. I don't know that he has any muscle structure yeah, on I mean, him. Most, 
pitchers generally, you don't look at them and say, "Wow, well, that guy looks huge." There are some. No. Well, you know, like you mentioned, Karinchuk. There's a guy on the who used to be on the Reds. I can't try to think where he is now. I just forgot. Michael Lorenzen, remember him? He was on the oh, Reds. Oh yeah. He was Tim a reliever. He's starting for somebody this year. What? Bigger. Oh, bigger guy. Bigger guy. Can't remember now, just, but he's jacked. Well, like. Yeah. And now, listen, the, Mike Trout's one of the best players in baseball. He's jacked. Yeah, well, but, but I, you I'm know, okay but, with that as a position. But Otani's jacked, too, though. I just don't want Who my jacked? pitcher. Otani's huge. Yeah, he's he big, is. but he's not like, you know, I'm telling you guys, first of all, the uniform hides everything. Yeah, that's you know, true. But when like, Karen Check is much bigger than I than I ever well, thought him to be last year. He's had yeah. to have, and my, by looking at him, looks like he's gained five to ten pounds of muscle. L- lifting weights is lifting weights is a drug. Like you, you do know you like once That's you, addicting. It's, a, it's addicting. Like it, you get positive endorphins. That's why you get certain people that will say, if I don't work out today, I there is no they. If you chose whether you need to sleep, eat, you know, go hang out with your some family, people won't miss it they, no matter what. They're like, no, I do not miss a workout yeah. or my day is screwed. I wish I was one of those. <laughs> it, 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 you'll be surprised. Why? I was addicted to, you, to working look, out. Well, after, you, you can get you, you, yeah. you, you can get, get that way. I because I once upon a time I looked at it as a chore. Now I look at it as it's, it has to be a regular part of my day. I don't I don't do it every yep. day, but during the week, if it fits in yeah. my schedule and I can do it, I do it. Two weeks. All it takes is two weeks to build a habit on anything. Yeah. Two weeks. Right. If you do it consistently, then you'll be like, okay, like that, top true. five, buddy. We got a fun top five, but first. It's time for a college racing report with Earl of Pearl. Yeah, Earl. What up, what up, man? We had a great weekend this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and get the cup stuff out the way because it's not too interesting. We had a horrible day on Sunday. Uh, AJ finished 34th and Justin finished 19th. The cars just didn't couldn't find themselves in the front. Although Ju- Justin Haley was running in the top 10 before a uh, late race crash took him out. But Jay and company, man, on Saturday is when everything got uh, got real interesting. Carlick Racing, uh, shout out to Carlick Racing. Thanks for the gifts. AJ Allmendinger, man, set on the pole, dominated the race, won the Xfinity race, back-to-back wins at this particular racetrack. Wow. Pit Boss 250 uh, at the new Texas road course. So, yeah, man, much love to our sponsor. Cool to see AJ Allmendinger getting the victory lane. Me and Jay, me and you were talking earlier. He's turning into one hell of a road course driver. He really is. He's one of the best on the circuit, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Like right now at this stage, when it comes down to road courses, it's between him and Chase Elliott. And he's been winning a lot more of those road courses than Chase has. I have a question for you, uh, Earl. Don't you think that's the true measure of a, a, a race car driver is a road course? I think so. And I'm a, I'm a huge stock car fan, which is NASCAR is. Right. Uh, which is what NASCAR is. But if you look at a lot of the Indy cars, Another different racing formats. They turn right and they turn left. They don't. They just don't turn left. And it's, so. and, and there's. I mean, the straightaways are very very short. The whole you're maneuvering uh, turns most of the race. And to me, that's what racing is. And he is. He just has that skill set. And I, you know, he, they feel very comfortable going to a road course because he's had so much success. Earl, my my mind is blown. These dudes told me. That race car drivers could get fired for wrecking the car. I said, bro, that, that messed me up. I've been thinking about that for days. <laughs> so, so, listen, I said, bro, so I can't wreck? I'm supposed to go fast and I can't even wreck? They're like, nah, bro, that's So just how think about fired. this real quick because I know we got to get the top five. So, like, my favorite driver of all time is Dale Jr. And I became a Chase Elliott fan because of his Xfinity team, JR Motorsports. Well, when he was first starting up the team, he was trying to find competent drivers to drive the race cars. And you will find drivers replaced, man. To, to replace a, 
entire stock car after you done totaled it, that cost a lot of money. So you can't be out here tearing up equipment. <laughs> this is but, uh, this crazy. Earl, am I right for for a like a Daytona style NASCAR? The price tag can be a million dollars. That's yeah, what I've heard. That's, that's that's on the cheap side of it. That's, that's like for nuts. teams that's running twenty third through forty third. You know what I mean? Like those top teams, Hendrick Motorsports, Carlick Racing, Gibbs Racing, they're spending probably, and I'm throwing this out there, probably about two million a car. That's insane. Minimum. That's insane. All right. You Mike. better have a deep, deep that's pocket. One more quick fact though. So NASCAR switched over to stage wins. Uh, this was AJ Allmendinger's 12th NASCAR Infinity Road Course stage win, wow. which makes him most uh, all-time for the Xfinity Series since they've been keeping that stat. Nice. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Congrats to uh, to Colin Grayson and, and AJ Allmendinger. All right, top five worst kinds of people. Worst kind of guys, yeah. And this is not just guys. It's just it made more sense to call it worst kind of guys. These are gender gender neutral topics but to give you a little pretext ryan rosillo one of my favorite guys to talk who talks basketball he awesome but big fan of ryan rosillo they did a uh, their sweet 16 of the worst kind of guys i thought they missed a couple but this is what inspired the idea sweet for me. 16 so they, so and they stole did their ideas what you're thing. saying yeah. Uh, yeah i took the idea but we, we put <laughs> there's only one original idea yeah they missed they missed a couple me earl and anthony went through we we added some of our own and then we ranked our top five so, all right Shout out to Ryan Rosillo. It's yeah, we're big paying, fan, we're, but yeah, it, it, paying it forward, paying uh, respect to him by ripping him off. Yes, and Ryan would fully understand that. He's a he's a very funny guy. Ryan's awesome. Yeah, big big fan of his. So this is the worst kind of guys. Uh, we had twenty three on the list that we cut down to five. So we're okay. gonna give you three real quick honorable mentions that uh, didn't make the list, but we did feel like we wanted to talk about. Honorable mention number one, Mister Zags on everything. Where no matter what it is, he has to be the contrarian just to be the contrarian. Oh, yeah. That's the sky okay. is blue. No, actually, if you really think about it, the sky's neon green, just the lenses of the camera's going on me. Why'd you take a shot of blue right now? <laughs> because, but I am not that guy. <laughs> I love to argue, but I don't purposely <laughs> take the other side. Now, the, now the that fact was that, Steve. Director Steve did yes, that on Steve. his own. Hey, that was a McNuggets did not call for that camera <laughs> shot. That's not a fair no. accusation, Steve. Wow. And I would back you up on that. I don't. I, here's what you'll do. If you disagree, you will damn sure let someone know That's about right. it. That's right. But you don't take the other side just for a fight. No, I don't do that. No. Just to be a. Another honorable mention is the Mr. Bale's last minute, who's usually the first person mm. to set up the group chat. Hey, let's go get dinner at 730. And <coughs> yeah. at 7. Hey, guys, I can't make it. Hey, guys, can't make it. Got a. Well, got everyone on G. Are you Mr. Bell's last minute? I'll be, I'll be at places. Like, here's the thing. I'm the person who you think ain't going to show up, but then actually do show up. That's true. They'd be like, damn, he, he showed up. I thought he was. And then all of a sudden you're gone and nobody knows where you <laughs> And like. then Batman. Now, I tell you what, for the first uh, football gathering at the Crawford household, which was Michigan-Ohio State, G yeah. was Mr. Bale at the last minute. Yeah. And so was Bull. No, I was for the second one. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were for the second yeah, one. Yeah, I literally. But you did show for the second one. I had. Listen, right. it's so crazy. We literally had to work. <laughs> yeah. So we had an old state post game show and I had to be part of it. I said, I'm going to go over and get sauced up and I got to do the post game show. I said, I'll provide the studio for yeah. you at the, at the crib. You could have done it at the house. We could have been walking in the background, making faces and you know, Jay's equipment don't work at his house. Photo. <laughs> <laughs> and the You're last right. honorable mention, I had to replace my phone because of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last honorable mention before we get to the top five is Mr. Always needs a ride. We all have that one friend. Mm. This is when we were younger. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I can't relate always, to that at this point. Like, that's ride. funny. Like, I'm trying to feel like you're Think back college years. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, you come yeah. home on break. 
Right. Man, I'd go. Can you? Can once? Can someone come pick me up? I'm like, bro, you know you live way. That guy is really annoying. And he yeah, always yeah. live on the way other side of town. It is right. no hard highway to get there. Like, yeah, it's too many stoplights. No. All right. So, what's your top five? What What made the list? Uh, before we take anything, Anthony sent us the graphics. Anthony's sick today. Don't worry about coming back tomorrow, Anthony. You're fired after after this. You'll, you guys will see why later. But Anthony, just stay home, bro. Just stay home. Wow. Uh, number five, Mister Always Interrupts. That's me. <laughs> if you don't take me there, Steve, I'm done. I'm walking out. <laughs> Look at the chat. The chat's going crazy. You I better mean, recognize. I, I, listen. Oh, stand by. Stand by. I'm wearing this the rest of the show. Well, I certainly do my share of interrupting, too. I think in this business, a lot of people do it. Hey, so this is a true story. When we early on, we, Cold Pizza was not a debate show. And then when it became a debate show, we had Skip and Woody. And one of the, I'll never forget this, one of the consultants came in and uh, used a P word to explain all, to, to, to explain all three of us. Oh, He's dang. like, you guys obviously don't understand what makes compelling television because we were doing it the gentlemanly way. Because our, our uh, first executive producer said, wait, it's, it's got to be uh, you, then you, then you. It can't be everybody at once. The consultant who was paid outside came in and he watched and he goes, this is garbage. You guys look like you're like three guys that play golf for a living discussing sports. Mm. Can't be that way. And all of a sudden, man, not because of that tip, but all of a sudden it became a free for all. Skip would interrupt Woody and all of a sudden. Hey, man, y'all want to skyrocket. We should we should play him the first tape. So we we do the first we doing our first inaugural show we doing the taping. It's bull. I think it was like five. You dudes sat there. there and didn't say anything for hey, half an hour. Hey, I was sitting here. You think you interrupt now, bro? These people sat around. All the executives is here. All the people from Channel Three, and they say go. Boy, these dudes went back. Oh my gosh, they go back and forth. You had it, PTSD. I was over here like this, like it was I, like I, two pit bulls that hadn't eaten. I was like, I got oh, and, and steak. Oh. Everybody said afterwards, they're like, how to go, like. Is G gonna talk? They, 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 <laughs> yeah, it comes up and say, "Hey, bro, you got you gotta jump in there." Yeah. I say, "No, you jump in there." See, <laughs> think of it like this: This is the way the consultant explained it to us, and he hit it right on the uh, on on the head. It's four guys watching a game. Everybody's right. talking at once, yeah, but now yeah. you it can't that can't be the norm. Yes, but. There's, it's not one guy talks, then the other no. guy talks, then it's the other guy's turn. No. Make it as organic as you can. It's kind of hard. It's yeah, harder, it's harder it than much, it looks. But it's harder than it looks. People think yeah, that, yeah. yeah. They think, it oh, it's, it's When you're harder. arguing with your buddies, you, you don't oh. wait for the other guy to shut up before you go. It's, it's like this. Yeah. Everything's going on at once. Yeah. All right, we right, got to get four. to the next. Number yeah, four. Gotta, hurry up. Mr. If I didn't get injured, I would have played in the NBA, MLB, Uncle or Rico. the NFL. It was yeah. Uncle Rico, right? I don't go that far, but I was having a conversation at the Little League Field yesterday about how if I hadn't quit uh, baseball my senior year, I would have played Division Three. Does that count? <laughs> it kind of does. I like how you yeah. tempered, yes, you tempered it too. He, they looked at you. He's like, it's he's like, like <laughs> the B tier of that. I was good enough to play D three baseball. <laughs> that's definitely qualified. That's, that's like the guy who's like, if I didn't sprain my pinky toe in eleventh grade, man. Well, no, but I was good enough to play D three no, no, baseball. I'm not saying I you, cost myself. These people, that's no great accomplishment playing D three baseball. Well, the way. fun thing is, in, in, in Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> Uncle Rico says, yeah. "Man, 
coach just would have yeah, put me put in. Me we would have won yeah. the states. That's, that's, that's my favorite that's line a, in the that's, movie. That's, that's so grandiose <laughs> that you being in one game would have gotten them to the states. And that's, the fact that the coach didn't put him in the game <laughs> tells you all you need to know. Like the second part's irrelevant, bro. Right. I, I like to. I don't talk about sports so much. I wanted to be known. Like people, I need you to Google. Did G. Bush even play? Like I, that's how least uh, amount of time I talk about my playing career. I just don't even say nothing. There's just nothing worse than the guy who's like, if I didn't sprain my pinky toe, I was going to the NBA yeah, for sure. That. And you see him shoot, and he's clanking it off the backboard or football. Yeah, yeah, it happens it. all the time. Say, so, yeah, you're right. It was your pinky that kept you out of the Got NBA. You. It had yeah. nothing to do with the fact that you can't run, shoot, dribble, or yeah, play that. defense. <laughs> Number three, this was an Earl the Pearl nomination. Mr. Always Starts a Fight. Now, why is Bull's picture on that? I, well, I don't, that's why he can't come to work. Anthony is at home. Blame Anthony for all the graphics. I'm ready to fight him too, Bull. Actually, for like, the no, Bull, Bull, Bull. But this is less. Hold on. This is less of a start First of a fight. All, this I'm is, like two feet wait, tall. Wait, Bull, hold on. Bull, hold on. This yeah. is starts a fight and then like can't fight. Like at a bar. Oh, this is the guy who's oh. at a bar. This is not a sports debate fight. Yeah. This is the guy too. at the bar who's at like talking to the guys, talking smack. And he's like, yo, you guys got my back. And you turn around, it's three six foot eight dudes and. He's yeah. a five foot three guy. First of all, yeah. I've nah, never been starts a fight guy. I when I was younger, as a teenager, into my early twenties, I was ready to fight guy. Yeah. And had a lot of fights. But I haven't had a I haven't gotten into a real fight in forever. Well, I would And hope I certainly not. would never start a fight. Yeah. You know, I would fight if I had to, but I probably wouldn't be as good a fighter as I was. That's in my why the years. that's why the Will, the Willie McGinnis thing is so crazy to me. After a certain oh, age, dude, bro, yeah. You, yeah, you just don't put your you, hands on another man you, after like 25. I'm trying to think of like what could be so like even if like I guess the only way is somebody like really disrespects your wife or something or a kid or yeah. your, or, 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 or like um, threatens you or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. make you know there's it certain be, have to be trigger words. Yeah, there's trigger the words. There's right? trigger words, but uh, outside of that, it's got to be extreme. Come on. Yeah, you know, it happens. It happens because you don't even be in public like that. Usually, I just like you do the show, I see what it is. You run right to the house. You don't even be out and no. about like that. Yeah, You're, you cut out the chances that where it no, could happen. No, uh-uh. All right, no, number two. Number two. Mr. Makes everything political. It doesn't matter what the discussion is. <laughs> I know well, some of those. Back well, to I'm not going to name names, and I love the fact that he didn't put any pictures up. Right, look, look, well. Uh, yeah, look. Anthony, this is your one good choice. Good today. job, Ant. Now listen, number number the number one is if you poll the audience, they won't tell you. The number one guy they hate is if you make it all about race. They don't like it. Uh, yeah. it they, look, people go crazy over that. Yeah. You know what? It's all about race. I can't I can't live my life because I feel like yeah. Well, but the I'm thing saying. about political, which is annoying, is that there's a lot of wrapped into. There's that. some things that I like. I'll bring up that I don't look at as political, but other people will take it as political. Yeah, political like anything We've that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Is under well, here's what we did in this country. Yeah. We turned a global pandemic into a political football. I did insane. not. How in the hell happen? did that happen? How? Millions of people are dying, and all of a sudden, it's a political <laughs> firestorm. That's insane. I was, it was crazy. That's when I, I, honestly, I hate to say this because it sounds so doomistic, but that we did that Ain't scared no the hell out of me. I'm like, how do you pull out of that's that tailspin? How, yeah, how do you, like, we how do you not, come back from that? Like, when are we, here's what I always ask. When are we always on the same side? Never. We're not, not, anymore. not anymore. It used to be like, oh, China wants to throw hands? Right. Oh, oh, well, the troops will reunite. It now to- it's like a lot of people, if you say China's trying to take us over, it was like, 
what's wrong with China? China's great. Why you got to? Why you got to be? We, we like, oh, to, there's a lot of people who Vladimir are anti us supporting Ukraine and are right. We, we should, you're we, right. Like, I, yeah. You should so, be good. Rocky was made off of not liking happened, Russia. You're right. We, <laughs> you're right. What happened? Do we all nothing, hate Russia together? Nothing brings us together nothing. now. A, a global pandemic divided us in half. Nothing. Zero. We're, we're doomed. We got one minute. We got we're the doomed. last one in. All right. We are doomed. The worst kind of guy. Because this, we got a minute for this one. Worst kind of guy. Is when you go out with friends, meet around seven o'clock. Anthony, you're fired for this. But is the guy who gets oh, drunk way too fast? This has got to be the guy who gets picture. drunk way too fast. And Anthony, just don't come in tomorrow. <laughs> but he put me on the picture from Halloween. Ironically, April. I have a false accusation. I'm April. finally assault against Anthony. Bro, bro, you got There's nothing worse than having to babysit your boy at 8.30 at night. You got a tug in a silvery night. chain. By the way, <laughs> did you remember when Eddie Murphy delirious when he talks about white guys seeing Rocky for the first yes, time? Yes, yes. That, that's what Mike looked like. <laughs> oh, my. The white guy that sees Rocky. I was the rock. I was the pebble. I told y'all. I went as the pebble for Halloween. <laughs> the pebble. <laughs> We talked about this. I was sober as hell that day. I didn't even drink. I'm but glad Anthony, that was your Halloween costume. That, and not yes, that, that, was Halloween. that turtleneck was so hot. So what, what time were you drunk? I, I didn't drink that people. day. I was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, pins. once you reach a certain age, like our age especially, <laughs> yeah. I have no patience for anybody that's drunk in my park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it, unless you're a you funny drunk, drunk okay. But if you're like yeah. getting physical. Sloppy and drunk. Come on. You have to apologize Monday at work. I know. No. No patience. Control yourself. Other people. Good list, yes or no. Good list, yes or no. Take up two spots in the parking lot, guy.